Last Sunday, Easter Sunday, it was so awesome. Adrian and Lucas, who put the service together, did a great job. Shauna gave a talk on the Kid City page that was awesome. Our online attendance was incredible. We're still trying to actually figure out what all those numbers really mean, but, but they're good. And here's the truth. The church is very much alive in that work here at Fort City and all over the city and around the world in so many different ways during these challenging days. And today, I just want to look at how we together are the church, that we still have a mission, that right now we have an incredible opportunity to be Jesus and, and bring Jesus to our friends, our family, the, the people that we work with and, and people throughout our city. There are different ways that we have described the mission of Jesus at Fort City over the years. These days, the, the way that I like to describe our mission is making Jesus visible to our city by living and loving like him. We have a mantra that we use that I think helps make Jesus visible. The mantra is everybody's welcome. Nobody's perfect. Anything can happen. And that mantra works well, especially when we're talking about the physical gathering of the church. But now that we're scattered into our socially isolated homes, what we're all about these days is making Jesus visible to our city by living and loving like him. It's awesome. And I, I just want to talk about how you, how you yourself get to make Jesus visible. And what I want to do is I want to go right back to uh, last week, Easter Sunday, and we saw last week how the resurrected Jesus gave comfort to his frightened and confused disciples by giving them the gifts of courage, peace, and joy. Gifts that Jesus wants to give you and me to help us weather the storm that we're in right now. But today, I want you to see that Jesus didn't just stop at comforting his disciples and followers. No. He called them to go out and be the church. Uh, he called them to get out there and, and make a difference. And he gave them the Holy Spirit to empower them to live and love like Jesus in a world that they had become very much afraid of. Let me read some of that passage from last week again, but this time let's focus in on the mission that Jesus is calling us to. This is from the Apostle John and the Gospel or the story that he wrote about Jesus. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. As the Father is sending me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. So as Jesus leads his disciples to experience courage, peace, and joy, as, as Jesus comforts them, he doesn't stay just there as the comforter for all that long. Immediately, he, he mobilizes them for action. Immediately, he equips them for mission. Jesus takes a bunch of terrified, catastrophizing disciples who were frozen in fear, and he fills them with his spirit. And full of the spirit, he sent them out to be on mission, to love and share the message of God's love to a world in need. Jesus gave his disciples a good, quick dose of comfort, 
and then he just pushed them out to serve and love the world, even though the circumstances that they were living in were still life-threatening. Nothing had changed about the world they were in. What had changed is they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus wants to do the same with you and me in the midst of this COVID-19 oil price crisis. Jesus wants to take you and me in the middle of some pretty devastating circumstances where things, to be honest, could get worse before they get better. And Jesus just wants to mobilize you and me for his mission of love to this broken, frightened world. Jesus doesn't want you or me to stay wallowing in our pain and confusion, even though we're experiencing a bit of pain and confusion. He wants us to rise above it all and make Jesus visible to others who are in the middle of pain and confusion. Jesus wants to use you in your pain to show love to other people in pain. But we're in pain. This world is a mess. We're in a mess. How is this possible? How can you and I, in the middle of this mess, rise above it and become people on mission for Jesus? Well, uh, here's how it works. What happened to that frightened band of confused disciples when they encountered the resurrection, that can happen to you and me. This is what I want you to see. Just like the disciples on that first Easter night, as you encounter the resurrected Jesus, you become filled with his presence. You become full of the Holy Spirit. And it's the spirit of the resurrected Jesus that empowers you to be on mission for him, to be on mission in the midst of the darkness we live in. It's a Holy Spirit deal. In the midst of dark times, uh, Jesus said, I don't want to be just with you to give you comfort. I want to be in you, empowering you to serve. Look at what Jesus said to this terrified, trembling group of disciples. Then Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Friends, Jesus wants to so set your life on fire that you will live on mission for him, even when the world is falling apart all around you. The Bible just calls this being filled with the Spirit, being empowered and indwelt and filled with the Holy Spirit. This is how you and me, how we come to live and look and love and bring comfort like Jesus. Now, in a church family like Fort City, we have people all over the map when it comes to their Christian experience and what it means to be filled with the Spirit. And I know there are a few of you who get a little scared off when we start talking about the Holy Spirit. During some of our messages I did uh, a little while back from the book of Acts, some of you were flat out real honest about your fear. Is Fort City going crazy weird about the Holy Spirit? I, I got questions like that, right? Because some of you have met some pretty crazy Christians out there who do weird stuff in the name of Jesus, and you're not comfortable with that. And I understand. I get it. Friends, when you follow Jesus, though, it's true. Jesus does make us different, okay? But he makes us different in a good way, not in a wacko way. What happens when you let God invade your life with his Holy Spirit is that you become a better version of you, of who God created you to be. You become um, a person who can live more and more like Jesus. You, you live with more courage, more peace, more joy than you ever had before. You, you gain a sense of purpose. You, you become a person who loves well. The Apostle Paul tells us that people full of the Holy Spirit see these qualities develop in their lives. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. 
And look at this list. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I mean, again, look at that list. Look at what the Holy Spirit produces in people who allow the Holy Spirit to fill their lives. Friends, that's not wacko. That's like awesome. That's the kind of person who has huge impact on other people. Who would not want to be around a person who is full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? You see that? You know, the Holy Spirit, he makes you more normal in the sense that he makes you the way God designed you to be. He makes you more naturally. He, he makes you more alive. The, the Holy Spirit helps you to enjoy life more. The Holy Spirit leads you to live life to the full. And the Holy Spirit gives you a boldness to serve God without fear, but in a way that is so attractive to people who don't know Jesus. You become bold, but attractive. Now, we have a phrase around here at Fort City we use to capture this idea of bold, but attractive. With the Holy Spirit, you become a gracious barbarian. And it's so awesome. And it makes the difference, a big difference, in the lives of other people for the good. Notice these words of Paul to his uh, mentor, the guy he's mentoring called Timothy. Paul writes and says to Timothy, the spirit that God has given us does not make us timid. Instead, his spirit fills us with power, love, and self-control. Do you see the balance there? The Holy Spirit gives us power, resurrection power. But with that power comes love and self-control. You, you become a person that God can powerfully use in ways that are so full of love. As your pastor who yearns for you to experience uh, all that God would have for you, let me plead with you. Will you invite the Holy Spirit to fill you or to fill you again? Will you ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with power to serve your family, to serve the people on the street where you live, to serve the people that you work with, to, to serve people uh, all around our city, and to serve with love? Will you allow the Holy Spirit to kind of shape you into this awesome, gracious barbarian that people just love to be with? Because you are not afraid to love well or to love deeply. You see... What happens when you encounter the resurrected Jesus personally, like the disciples did that first Easter night? What happens when you allow the resurrected Jesus to fill you with the Holy Spirit, with resurrection power, is your life takes on a deep sense of mission. You, you become a gracious barbarian with a mission. You become on mission with Jesus. Okay. On that first Easter night, Jesus is talking to a group of people who are shaken in their boots. They were literally fearing for their lives. And, and what does Jesus do? He calls them to get out of there and follow him into a death-defying uh, adventure of doing his work in a dark, scary, messy world. The fact is, all of us need a purpose to live for. And, and Jesus wants to give that to us. In the middle of this COVID-19 oil price crisis, we need more than ever to be living not just for ourselves and our family. We need to be doing more than just living in survival mode. Um, 
we need something greater than ourselves that just kind of pulls us out of ourselves so that we're not just living selfishly for ourselves and just trying to make it. Friends, we are Christians. We are Jesus people. We have the resurrected Jesus through the Holy Spirit living in us. So let's be God's people. Let's make Jesus visible to our city as we live and love like him. And right now, we have an opportunity, an unprecedented opportunity like we've never had in our lifetime to pour out the love of Jesus on people where they're at. And let me tell you, they're ready to receive it. They really are. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready to give it? Right now, I, I think Jesus is, you know, here at Fort City and churches across our city, around the world, Jesus is inviting us into the adventure of being on mission for him, seeing him work in ways that we never dreamed possible. Friends, the time is now. Okay. Let's look at what happened when, when these disciples in that room, frozen by uh, fear after the resurrected Jesus busted into that locked room. These guys, they were all discouraged. They were very aware of their failure that they had wimped out on Jesus. But look at how Jesus responds to these wimps and failures. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. And this is like now the second time he said it. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. He says, guys, I know you blew it. You made mistakes. <clears throat> you wimped out on me when it got tough. But I've got a plan. We're going to take on the world. I've got a world-changing plan. Follow me and let me, let me fill you with my spirit and we'll go change the world. And they did. That little group of now 11 guys went out and soon it's all over the Middle East and within 300 years it's overtaken the Roman Empire and today it's like well over 2.5 billion people in the world claim to be followers of Jesus. It was the biggest, riskiest, all-consuming mission ever given. And Jesus is now giving that mission to you and me. Let me ask you a question. What are you living for? Even now, especially now, in the middle of this COVID-19 oil price crisis, what are you living for? I didn't ask you, what are you living on, right? Many of you are living on less and less. I get that. But what are you living for? Now, more than ever, we, we need a purpose. We need a goal. It's not just about binging on Netflix, becoming the best cooks imaginable, and hey, I like Netflix. I have my favorite shows there, like Meat Eater, which also means I like to eat and I like good cooks. These things are not bad. There's just more, so much more. There's being on mission for Jesus. So what does that look like? I mean, what specifically does God want me to do? Well, to find out, you got to pray and listen to Jesus. Ask him. Ask him to speak. Ask him to speak to you about how you can love others well right now. Let Jesus flood you with ideas. I mean, he's not short on, on ideas, and he knows who you should be connecting with. So will you listen to him? So, really, what we're up to now is you don't just depend on a church program, okay? You don't just depend on Fort City to figure it all out for you. No, it's your job. 
And you've got to figure out how you and your family can serve in these days. And with the Holy Spirit in us, we've got this. You've got this. You can do this. You, you can figure out what it means to love and serve in these days. Let me use the message and good news Bible translations here. But here's what the Apostle Paul says we should be doing. Now, you'll need to adjust this a bit in our time of isolation. But yeah, there are ways that we can do this even now. Listen to these words of the Apostle Paul. Go out into the world, uncorrupted like a breath of fresh air in a squalid and polluted society. And that just might include a society with the COVID virus. Paul says, just be a breath of fresh air for people. Now, you might have to do it with FaceTime or Zoom, but you can be fresh air, right? You can do this. Paul goes on. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. That might be something as simple as providing a meal for someone or a fun snack or a dessert and dropping it off on somebody's front porch. The list of what you can do is unending. Let the Spirit give you some ideas. Paul goes on. Carry the light-giving message into the night. What's the light-giving message? The resurrected Jesus, he's alive. He loves you. He wants you to experience his courage, peace, and joy in the middle of this scary pandemic. He can help you get through this time a whole lot better than you can help yourself. Then Paul says, you must shine among them like stars lighting up the sky. What does God want you to do? He wants you to shine in a dark world, and it is dark right now. Friends, you can do this. With the resurrected Jesus through the Holy Spirit living in you, you can do this this week. You can do this with the people who live on your street, the people you work with, the people you do sports and other stuff with. You can do this with your extended family. You can do this. You can live and love like Jesus. You can be Jesus. You can share the message of Jesus. You can make Jesus visible by how you live and serve. And right now, Jesus is calling you to step beyond your own confusion, fear, and catastrophizing. Get your eyes on him, submit your life to him, and let him use you and your kids to make a difference in these unprecedented days of opportunity. Right now, Jesus is calling you to live a death-defying, a, a pandemic-defying life full of joy as you live your life on purpose serving others. I can't really tell you exactly what that's going to look like for you and your family or, or just you if you live on your own. But what I would suggest is that you and your family and whoever you live with or on your own, you just pray and you brainstorm together and you ask the Spirit to speak to you. Ask, how can we be Jesus this week? Jesus, show us how to do that. How can we be Jesus throughout this pandemic? How can our kids be Jesus? Get your kids to pray about this. What can we do to make a difference? The possibilities are endless. Like maybe phone people you know and just ask them how they're doing. Ask if you could pray for them. Maybe do some games on Zoom with your neighbors. Invite people to watch the Fort City Sunday services online or the midweek devotions or, or to connect with the Kid City webpage with all of the stuff where kids are there. Just do it. And you don't have to be weird about it. But you can let people know that faith is important to you, that you pray and 
Maybe ask them if there's anything they'd like prayer for. You know, I've never had, almost never had, I should say, people turn me down when I've asked to pray for them. Today, Jesus is calling you, and if you're in a family, he's calling you and your family, you and your kids, to live that kind of life where, where you kind of, you stick out in a good way because you're full of the spirit of the resurrected Jesus who will lead you uh, to live a life on mission, full of love for the sake of others. And hear me, there's this truth, there's a truth you need to grab a hold of here. It's that people who risk in love the way that Jesus risked in love when he was on earth, People who risk in love are incredibly attractive and beautiful people in a world full of mess and ugliness. They are gracious barbarians that people gravitate to. So will you take a risk and love in the power of the Holy Spirit? Will you? Last week, Jesus came and offered us courage, peace, and joy. This week, he comes with his Holy Spirit and wants to fill and empower us, fill and empower your family, your kids, so that we are on mission for Jesus, your kids included. What is Fort City really all about? We're all about making Jesus visible as we live and love like him. And that's God's call to you. God wants you to make Jesus visible as you live and love like him. So let's do it. And let me pray, and as I pray, I, I invite you to pray these words to Jesus with me. Where together we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit would fill us and empower us to be on mission for Jesus. You ready to pray that the Spirit would fill you and empower you to be a difference maker? Let's pray together. Jesus, I do thank you that you've been bringing life, joy, courage, peace, in these unsettled days to me. You have been such a comfort to me. Thank you that you are with me, that you walk with me in the darkness, that, that you will sustain me when I can't see how this is going to end. And Jesus, I, I confess that the idea that you're calling me to rise above the mess we're in and be used by you to bring comfort to others I'm not sure I'm ready to do that. But even so, I will say yes. Will you do that? Will you say yes to Jesus? Will you admit that you're a little bit not sure, but you want to be a difference maker? Say yes. Let's keep praying. Jesus, I, I can't do this on my own. I, I can't do this without a fresh infusing, uh, infusion, a fresh filling of your Holy Spirit. Would you fill me with your spirit? Would you fill me with your love? Would you fill me with courage, peace, and joy so that it just spills out of me to other people? And would you help me? And would you help my family to figure out how we can make you visible this week? Speak to us about who we should be serving and how we should be serving. Thank you that in the midst of our own pain and confusion, you fill our hearts with love. And thank you that you have a purpose for us that allows us to get unstuck and make a difference for you. Take my life during this pandemic and not only meet me at my point of need, and I thank you as you do that, but use me despite of my need to be an instrument of your love and peace to others. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.